Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm gonna be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also gonna be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. Now, this is a special bonus episode. This is number three of four, and I am so pumped to bring you today's topic. Now, I've been doing this for a little over three years now, and I have managed to, let me think, my first year in business to my second year in business, I quadrupled my income. From the second year in business to my third year in business, I almost doubled my income. Thank you, 2020 pandemic, for not making it double. And this year, I'm looking at increasing my revenue by 50%. So how am I doing this? Well, I have learned some tips and tools along the way that help me run my business efficiently and effectively. So today, I'm talking about specifically the tools I use to run my business. Now, I'm going to start small. I'm going to start with the tools that I started off using from about month uh, two or three in my business. Here's the thing I want you to know going into this episode. You don't need all of the bells and whistles to begin a successful virtual assistant business, okay? You don't need a website. You don't need a super fancy sales funnel system. You don't need business cards. You don't need a huge marketing plan. You don't need a full brand experience, right? Just start small so that you start. I think so many times people get caught up in all of the minutia of a business. The name, the getting the EIN number, the signing up for an LLC, the brand, the website, all of the fancy stuff, but they don't actually consider how to start. So they get caught up in making all of these little decisions, but they're not making any profit. They're not making any headway into actually starting their business. They're just stuck on the hamster wheel of, well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, and this has to be productive, and this has to be, you know, helping my business, right? Well, if nobody's seeing your business, if you're just on the back end of it, picking out pretty colors and fonts and trying to create a logo and build a website, no one's going to see that. You're not moving your business forward. You're just sitting there playing with colors. And I say that with all the love in my heart, (laughs) okay? I'm not here to bash anybody. One of the very first people that I hired was a brand designer to help me figure out my brand. Like, I've been there, I've done it, I've made the mistake, which is exactly why I want you to not make the same mistakes I did. So today, in the tools that I'm talking about, I'm really going to focus the majority of this episode on the tools you really need to get started, okay? And then I will go into some of my favorite tools of the trade now that I've been at this a while, I run a team, I run a podcast, I have my client work, you know, all of those things, right? So let's go ahead and and dive in. The very first thing you need, and this is my opinion, is a Gmail or Google email account. 
And here's why. And I'm sure some people may like, you know, I might get some flack for this because you can start a business on a Yahoo or an AOL or MSN or whatever other account out there. But my challenge is that most tools that you're going to use in your business integrate the best with a Gmail account. It's just the nature of the beast. So if you're used to using, you know, Outlook or, you know, like your Apple Mail and Apple Calendar and those kind of things, you will actually set yourself up for some headaches in the future because things just don't integrate as well with those systems. There's nothing wrong with them. I use Apple everything except for mail and calendar. But it's, you know, it's my text messages, it's my laptop, it's my phone, it will eventually be my desktop, it's my iPad. So everything communicates together and that's phenomenal. But I wanted to be able to integrate with different tools that I use on my business easily. And the easiest way to do that is get a Gmail account. Now you don't need G Suite right off the bat. If you can do it, I recommend it. G Suite will save your life because it's just, it's a lower cost and you get more bang for the buck. But I am all about starting things for free, especially when you're first starting your business, okay? So sign up for a Gmail account. My very first account was jenbaysva at gmail.com. It's still active and I actually still have people email me there because I can't find all the places it's at. (laughs) Or it's, you know, past clients that are coming back for help a second time, right? That's the email that they have. So I love Gmail. It integrates with all of the things. That's the first thing that I would recommend that you set up. Again, easy, free. It's going to serve you really well in the future. It's also going to give you access to the Google Workspace. So it's going to give you docs. It's going to give you sheets. It's going to give you forms and presentations, all of those things. So it's going to make it easier to share content between you and your client because most people are on Google. So you're able to send over a Google Doc and they can access it. You're able to send over a Google spreadsheet and they're able to access it when you change those settings. So it becomes easier to share files and downloads and documents and all of those things between people because, again, the majority of business owners are on Google. So there's not, you know, having to make it compatible for different devices. You know, and I'm sure if you've worked in your business for any length of time and you open up, you know, something out of pages or numbers from Apple, it looks a little funky when you're, you know, it's a Google Doc. So it's just, again, it's just easier. Move to Google from day one. It's going to make your life easier in the long run. I promise. Okay. That is tool number one. Tool number two is to sign up for a trial period of a free CRM. Now, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I'm a huge advocate for HoneyBook and Dubsado. Those are my go-to CRMs. They're my favorite. I love them. All of the things. Here is why signing up for them in the beginning is actually a good idea. Yes, you will eventually have to pay for them, but you won't need to pay for them until you're making money. So for Zipsado, you get your first clients free. Now, here's a caveat. If you go in there, they give you a sample client. If you make a client and create it as a test, that's going to use up one of your free client spots. So that's just a caveat I like to warn people about. So you get to use it for up to three clients. If those 
three clients are paying you $1,000 a month and that's all you need, then you're using Dubsado with all of the bells and whistles without having to pay for the system if you stay at three clients. Okay, now a client in the system is going to be anybody who who fills out your lead form. That's another caveat. So if you send your lead form out to 10 people and only three people sign, they're still going to consider your trial over because you have 10 people in your system. I don't want to get into the minutia of how all of that works, but that is something to consider when signing up for Dubsado if you decide to sign up for Dubsado. Also, check out the show notes for affiliate links for Dubsado and HoneyBook. Dee-dee. <laughs> All right, so Dubsado is going to allow you to use their system for free for your first three clients. And they're going to allow you to set up everything. You can set up your schedulers, your proposals, your contracts, your lead capture form, all of the things in Dubsado for free for your first three clients. Once you hit that third client, you would be able to choose if you want to be billed monthly or annually. Currently, Dubsado is at $350 for the year, $35 for the month. It is a incredible system. I absolutely love it. It was actually the first system that I ever purchased for my business, and I've been with them for three years. So go to Posado. Now, HoneyBook. HoneyBook recently rolled out a new trial period. Before, you would need to, you know, trial it within like, I think it was 10 or 14 days. Now... You There's a couple different options. You can sign up for HoneyBook for a minimum payment, like $6.99 a month for six months. Or you can sign up for, I believe it's free, for your first $10,000. So once you hit that, you know, that $10,000 being made in the system, then you would have to decide if it's going to be uh, annual or a monthly fee. I believe their annual is $4.50 and their monthly is $45. I'll be sure to make sure that the absolute correct information on that is in our show notes. They they just made some changes like two or three weeks ago, and I haven't read through all of those changes yet, so I want to be sure you guys have the correct information. But I really love the new trial period that they rolled out where it's a $10,000 cap. So for example, my first year in business, I started my business and started taking money in in my CRM, so Dubsado, in February. And from February to December, I made like $15,000. So I mean, you could possibly use HoneyBook for six, seven, eight months and not have to pay for it during that time. And you're going to have access to all of your assets. So a CRM is the next tool that I recommend you to get and to sign up for. Again, you're going to have access to them and all of their bells and whistles for free for an extended period of time while you figure out what you want to offer in your business, how you're going to run your business, all of that fun stuff, okay? The next thing, and you can actually set this up in Dubsado or HoneyBook, is a scheduler. You want to be sure you have a link that you can send out to potential clients. This was something that a course attendee from the beta round of Become a Virtual Assistant for Photographers just experienced. We didn't set the scheduling link up and she went back and forth in DMs for a while. And that's not productive for anybody. It's taking time away from her day. It's taking time away from the potential client's day instead of just setting a time and date to get on a call and go over the details of experience and portfolio and packages and retainers and all of the things. So if you decide not 
to sign up for Dubsado or HoneyBook initially, then you're going to want to sign up for Calendly or Acuity. I really don't have any preference between the two systems. Personally, I do think Calendly is a little easier to navigate than Acuity, and it's free. So it's going to be, you're going to be able to generate that, that link. You can generate one free link in Calendly and use it however many times. So, and you can ask questions, you know, kind of like a lead form that you would do in Dipsado or HoneyBook. Okay, you guys, we are getting ready to launch the Become a Virtual Assistant for Photographer program live again. I'm pumped. Our beta round was so good. We had so many great testimonials come out of it. And I have packed this round with even more bells, whistles, tools, tips, tricks, and trainings than the last one. You can go ahead, sign up for the wait list, and you will be put into a drawing to win a scholarship into the program. This program is going to cover how to land your first client, what kind of services different photographers need, and a slew of other information that is going to help you up-level your virtual assistant business or start it off on the right foot. I've been doing this for a while and I cannot wait to share with you guys my tips and knowledge and tools and tricks to grow your virtual assistant business. Okay, so we've talked about your email, how you're going to communicate with your clients, right? So you've got Gmail, and we've got your CRM, we've got your scheduling link, whether you went with Dubsado, HoneyBook, Calendly, or Acuity. So now you want to figure out what is the next step. And your the next step is really going to vary depending on what you're interested in doing. So for me, I looked into Trello and I looked into Canva. Those were the next tools that I spent some time in. Canva is a easy graphic design type of website and app. And app. It is super easy to use. They have 105 different templates for everything you can think of from Instagram and Facebook posts to stories, Pinterest, Facebook covers, all of the things. So Canva is going to give you the ability to create graphics that are going to catch people's eye, allow you to optimize your Facebook profile so that you look professional when someone visits your Facebook. It's also going to allow you to post to your Facebook business page and your Instagram account with graphics that are pretty and eye-catching and you're not having to post pictures of your coffee or yourself every day, right? So it gives you a chance to create some variety in your feed. I love Canva. I love using Canva. And here's just like a bonus tip and tool with Colorzilla. So Colorzilla is a Chrome extension that allows you to pick up colors from websites. So I use this a lot with clients when I'm making newsletters or graphics or I'm doing a Dubsado or a HoneyBook setup and they don't know their hex codes or they don't know their brand color codes. I can hover over the their mood board or their website and grab the color off of the page and put it into Canva that way. It stores it in the Chrome extension. I copy the hex code. I paste it into Canva and voila, it is there and I can use it. 
So Canva and Colorzilla, they don't necessarily go hand in hand. They're two totally different things, but they do allow you to create seamless graphics for yourself and for your clients without having to go back and forth on, hey, where are your hex codes? Do you have your hex codes? Do you have a brand board? What are those colors? You know, those types of things. Or like, yeah, it's light pink and cream and burgundy. Well, I mean, there's like 3,000 shades of each of those colors. (laughs) And when they visit, you know, a social media graphic and then go to a website, you want to make sure those colors are cohesive, right? So that's a bonus tip for the tool that I'm recommending. So Canva's the tool. Colorzilla is your bonus tip to go with the tool to really pop, okay? The next is Trello. So I say Trello because I kind of think of Trello like the gateway project management tool. I personally have moved over to ClickUp. It's another project management tool. It's considerably more robust. I actually find it easier to use as far as setting up the boards and maybe not easier to use, but like with automations and that kind of thing, if you decide to pay for ClickUp, I do find ClickUp actually easier to use than Trello. I didn't find their automations easy to use. That said, I didn't use a ton of automations to begin with. And I came into Trello after they've made a ton of changes and I didn't see all of the capabilities that their automations had. So I just want to preface that. All of that to say, I've since moved over to ClickUp. There's nothing wrong with either platform. I prefer ClickUp because it's way more robust. They're constantly making updates and changes to improve the software. You can embed websites into your ClickUp board. I mean, the opportunities that lie in ClickUp are endless. I've been using ClickUp for a year and a half. I think I'm actually coming up on two years. And I haven't even touched all of the capabilities of the platform. It is absolutely incredible. I highly, highly recommend it. That said, Trello can be a little easier to use initially just to kind of hold things. So either of these are project management tools, right? So you're going to create, we'll say a card, and you can put in courses that you want to take. And then within that card, you're going to list out the courses that you want to take with the links to purchase them. And then you're going to create a different card and you're going to do like financial goals. And you can do like good, better, best is always a good range, right? So good, you know, goal is to hit $1,000 a month or $2,000 a month. So we'll say good is between one and two. And then better is between like 2000 to 3000 and then best would be 3000 to 5000 right? Because you want that best goal. Here's another bonus tip. You want that best goal to feel like you could reach it, but it feels a little like, ooh, I don't know how to do that. But I could. I believe in myself. I can get there. But right now that feels like a lot, right? So you want to, you know, you, that's how you can set up your, your Trello or ClickUp boards. Create a card. What do you want in the card? That's the title. Then put the, the information in the card of whatever information it's holding. So I actually have a whole ClickUp 
ecosystem. It holds my business hub, which holds legal information. It holds bio and headshots. It holds team information. It holds client retainer information. Anything and everything I need to run my business lives in ClickUp. Plus, we have client profiles in ClickUp. So it's going to hold their goals. It's going to hold tasks that we're working on. It's going to hold, you know, their contact information, their appointments, all of these things. So your next thing, just go check out a project management tool. Even if you find that you don't use it for your business, as you grow your virtual assistant business, it's something that you're going to want to utilize. Pen and paper is fantastic. I use pen and paper every single day. But if you have tasks, and this is what I love about ClickUp, if you have tasks that are recurring, so like let's say you need to do engagement on Instagram for a client from, you know, every day, Monday through Friday, you can set up a task in ClickUp saying engagement for Susie and set it that it recurs every day and you get a notification like, hey, you need to do engagement for Susie. You can, like for me, I have, you know, we have those client profiles. So we have tasks in each of those profiles that we need to complete for those clients. So it's a good way to keep track of what you have going on in your business on a day-to-day so that things don't get lost, things don't fall through the cracks. All right, so now let's talk about, those are all of the tools that I recommend just to get started. Now, your most important is going to be the Gmail app, um, you know, signing up for that Gmail account, and then selecting a CRM to run your clients through. It's the easiest way to do client management. I highly recommend it. I've talked about CRMs on this podcast so many times you can listen to one of those episodes to really get more in depth on which one you should choose and how they work and that kind of thing. So now that you know bare bone minimums, here are a couple, you know, bonus tools that I use in my business now that I absolutely love. The first is Artful Agenda. This tool is probably one of my favorites. It's not necessarily necessary because you do have Google Calendar. I used to be a paper and pen planner person, pen and paper planner person is what I always called it. And I loved Plum Paper. I loved Erin Condren. I loved all of those things because I like to physically write down my appointments. But what was happening is because our businesses are virtual, meetings were coming into my email and going onto my Google Calendar. So I was just copying those meetings onto my pen and paper planner. It didn't make any sense. I was wasting time writing down appointments that were already living on my calendar. But I really missed the personalization of pen and paper planners. So I found Artful Agenda and I've been obsessed. I've been with Artful Agenda. It'll be two years in August. I have a bit of an obsession, I think, with uh, anniversaries, y'all. And I... Absolutely love them. I will never, ever, ever, probably ever go to a different planner. It is a digital planner. It syncs with my Googles. So, and Dubsado syncs with Google. And my ClickUp syncs with Google. So everything, like I've said at the beginning, everything syncs with Google. Then Google syncs with my Artful Agenda. So everything that's on my Google Calendar goes into my Artful Agenda. I color code it. I actually... (sighs) 
so I'm a bit of a dork. <laughs> but I recently started matching my color codes in my Artful Agenda to my Artful Agenda cover. It kind of took over in the Artful Agenda group. Yes, I have a digital planner group. I am proud of it. I love it. I love going in there and hanging out. I don't have a group, but I'm part of the group. And I am obsessed now with like updating my cover and my color blocks about once a quarter for like the seasons. So I can use stickers. It has a list function that you can actually write a list and then you can put those list items on your calendar on specific days. If you don't complete that task, then you actually can set it where it will roll over to the next day. So it's really, really functional. I really love it for when I'm doing client calls, I'll take notes in the list and then I will send out my tasks from our call to the different days I need to do the tasks. So it's phenomenal. I absolutely love Artful Agenda. The other thing is Flowdesk. So Flowdesk, MailChimp, MailerLite, having an email marketing platform is something that is really beneficial as your business grows. It's a way for clients or potential clients to get to know you, see you, opt into your list, all of those things, which is a huge benefit when you are looking at growing your business. Now, you don't need an email list right off the bat. It's not bad to have, but it can be one of those things that you kind of just end up wasting time creating something that you don't necessarily need in the beginning. But I've been in business for, you know, like I've said, three years, and I just really started focusing on my list in the last 12 months, uh, really when I launched the podcast. And, and it's just a really nice way to stay connected with even current clients, potential clients. And also, it's been a way for me to expand my educator platform. So I get to work with you guys in that too. So those are the tips and tools. Now, what I have done is I created a freebie, the A to Z of becoming a virtual assistant. It's going to be in our show notes. It's in the link in my bio in Instagram or on Instagram. And it is an A to Z list of all of the tips, tools, tricks that I've learned over the last three years. The ones that I mentioned today are on that list, but there are however many other letters that we didn't go over today that are available on there. There's also multiples of a few letters because some tools or tips just were too good to leave out, you guys. (laughs) So head on over to our show notes, grab that download. I'm so excited to give it to you guys and really help you up level or start or grow your virtual assistant business. Have a great day and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.